Welcome. You're tuned in to the Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time. Tech Time Podcast. Podcast. Tech Time Podcast. Tech Time and I are podcast. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes. If you're new, thanks for joining us. If you are a longtime faithful. Welcome back. Uh, this is the Tech Time Podcast with Ty and Fee. And, How uh, you doing? You know, we we get on here, we, we eat some food. You're going to hear a lot of plate marks and, and stuff today because we're live in full effect. Yeah. Uh, as a continuation of our series of interviewing and mm-hmm. bringing on guests, we, uh, we have another special person today that... Uh, has graciously decided to join us before she flees the country. Uh, flees the country? She ain't, her, she ain't on the run. <laughs> Maybe she is. Perhaps. Tune in to find out. <laughs> this time on Young and the Restless. <laughs> so, without further ado, let us introduce Rochelle Rain to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Yay! Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, on the menu side today, we have a little hodgepodge of stuff. Uh, so we got some some kind of brunch selections going. Got some fried chicken, some salad, omelets. And uh, we've already well gotten into the first bite. So we're just <laughs> going to so go good. into the reactions of the people. <laughs> Fiona. If you would so please give my us eggs a... a little fresh as always, you know. Sometimes he slips, you know. The cheese could have been, you know, aged a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> as always, it's fantastic. Ty makes the best omelets, so this is fantastic. I'm enjoying my omelet. I'm enjoying my salad. Shout out to mom, Ty's mom, for this amazing dressing. It's fantastic. Um, and we're having fried chicken in honor of Rochelle, mm-hmm. who is palate is very delicate and um, correct. Cannot do cannot do the fishies. No, no. So yes, the fried chicken is really good though. I'm and glad because I was up not with some little pepper sauce and ketchup and. Yeah, I was not sure how that was gonna go because. <laughs> mm, I think it's fine. Okay. You know, John, the air fryer life. I wasn't sure, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, let's get let's get down to brass tacks. Ooh. Rochelle, mm-hmm. thank you for coming on. Um, tell us, tell the people about yourself a little bit. Just give them a little intro on what you do, uh, kind of how what inspired that, mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Um. So again, my name is Rochelle Rain. And I am a creative strategist. I started out as just, you know, like a, a brand development, brand designer person, doing the websites, doing the graphics, doing everything. Mm-hmm. But then as the years grew by, or flew by, I should say. Right. Damn. Um, as the years flew by, I sort of just picked a niche. Just keep niching down, niching down. Mm-hmm. And now I don't do full graphics anymore. It's straight brand development, the strategy, the design behind it um the photo shoots right um and just like conceptualizing a person a product mm-hmm. or things 
and experiences. Um, I love working with product-based businesses, but mm -hmm. I do love my service-based businesses too. And I stay with entertainment, the arts, the mm. fashion, the beauty, that right. kind of world, the lifestyle. Right. Um, it's what I was raised in. It's what I know best. And it's what I enjoy the best. So, yeah. That's dope. Um, so, <laughs> she's also a big fan of Korean dramas. <laughs> so, if you if you just hear some random noises, it's not another person. It's her. <laughs> um so like what inspired you to because you do you do work for yourself now yeah so what did what inspired you to make that jump from being like employed to like going self-employed um first and foremost i didn't plan on being employed at all okay so shanika has the book what I, that i wrote that i was 10 and i said i was going to be self-employed i didn't care about being you know, belonging to a company. Right. Um, however, going through say university, college, whatever, mm -hmm. I worked uh, in the what do you call that? Retail. Yeah. Yeah, I worked in retail, and the same week I graduated. The same week I said I quit. But because oh, <laughs> I planned out everything, um, and my manager knew. She was just like, she's not staying here, but she's just you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was great so it wasn't that I a had surprise. that job. No, because okay. she knew. And it was great that I had that job and that manager because I it was very flexible. So mm -hmm. you know how retail is, especially over here, yeah. it's not that flexible. Not well, at all. If I don't want to do that specific shift, I'm not coming. And she knows it. So she only puts me for shifts after we've discussed you know, what my schedule looks like. And it was fluctuating at the time because I was teaching dance. I had like four different jobs. Mm-hmm. So in true Jamaican fashion. <laughs> yeah. So I was teaching dance on Saturdays and you know that's when a lot of, you know, foot traffic. Yeah. However, I can't do Saturday mornings. I can only do Saturday afternoons, right? right? Mm -hmm. Um so the schedule was pretty flexible and um that was the last full time, part time, full time. So I was working full part time there. Um at school I was a vice president, so that was full time. And then I was also teaching dance, so that was another part time. Um, and I was doing something else. I don't remember, but I was doing something else. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was doing the pageants. Okay. So I was coaching, producing, and um, competing. Yeah. Competing. Yeah. yeah, at the same time. So that was going on for a roughly. Where did three Where did you find time? <laughs> I don't know. Everybody used to ask me that. I don't know. Like, I just didn't do anything else. I didn't have like a like a social social life. life. I didn't know. I didn't sleep schedule. I hang out with my friends. When I take them to the events with me, uh, so to it's, like keep my company, bring friends to work day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what yeah. would happen. Like she needs an assistant for the day. Ah, yeah, okay. I don't. I didn't hang out much. Um, still don't. Yeah, I still don't. Okay. Yeah, don't say didn't. Yeah, I still don't. Yeah, you know, she still yeah. still working on that work life yeah. balance. I see. Um, there, yeah, mm. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. Let's talk about, you said, um, sorry to cut, but you no, no, said no, just to get something, I want to not forget it. Mm -hmm. We said you niche down to be a creative concierge or a... Um, a creative strategist. A strategist. Yeah. Um, what does your clientele look like? Because I know that for a while, and I know her personally, she's one of my best friends. Aww. <laughs> 
um, I know that for a while there was um, that conflict, that internal conflict with finding um, your not only your niche for like mm-hmm. what you want to offer, but your niche for clientele. Mm, yeah. So where does that sit right now? Because I know the young upcoming entrepreneurs want to have this type of niche service, niche. you right. know, to have someone help them find a place to put their their brand right or themselves so where do you fall into that um i would say for upcoming business owners or entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. my best service for them are consults Mm -hmm. it's not the design aspect it's consult to figure like get them clarity Mm -hmm. because a lot of them they come full force with so many stuff so many ideas under one roof but they always trip over themselves mm-hmm. and it never really works out but then they don't sometimes they don't even know why it never worked out mm-hmm. right. but it's really just clarity like the first thing about business is making that one decision mm-hmm. and going from there right so um i would say my consults are my best so it's brand consult or a creative consult so if you think you've developed somewhat of a brand already mm-hmm. and you want to really push some creative stuff like your content your concepts you know, photo shoots all that kind of stuff then that's a creative console mm-hmm. right um for others because i think everybody has different pockets mm-hmm. of clientele mm-hmm. and then there are others who which is my biggest clientele who are established already okay but they're stumbling because they want to let go but they don't know where they're moving forward mm-hmm. that's my biggest clientele and i am like that pivot point Mm-hmm. So I map out where they're going from mm-hmm. where they've been, right? Okay. Um, and I just kind of rebrand, reform what they have, like system-wise, how they look, all that kind of stuff. And then we go forward. So branding is not always about design. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Branding is not about design. It's about strategy. So if you don't have strategy, I'm going to know you're a designer. JK, can I use yellow and pink? If yellow and pink, I'll go with you. And a lot of people just jump into design. Right to the visual window yeah don't so i think most of all everybody should focus on having strategy especially if you're just starting it right so for example uh pepper sauce yeah what would be your your strategy that you would so my old man makes pepper sauce but he's like he's not really selling it so that's why this would be a perfect example Mm. of like what would you tell him in terms of uh, what's the best way to get it into the hands of the people? You need like, a workbook. You don't... I'm going to speak for her on this one because I've been through that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't... She don't tell you nothing <laughs> is what the answer is in the most polite you way. You don't work through it. You get a workbook there. before your consult and you have to answer a bunch of questions mm-hmm. and you have to personify your business. Mm-hmm. So your business. So, so in your workbook, what what are the different things? I'm see if you're trying. This is a good conversation. We're breaking it down. Mm-hmm. So help the next entrepreneur or my dad. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you all the secret. I'm like, I look for something, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look for something. Of course, of course, you can't give away all the. This, exactly, you can't just like you can't give away all the ingredients in the sauce. You can't give away all the ingredients to a successful business. And thank mm-hmm. you for joining us in this episode of Tech Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, in the workbook, what are what are the things that uh, you're looking at? So I break down my workbooks in like three areas. Okay. 
your essence, which is figuring out your why, figuring out the solution that you're providing. Like, why do I need the pepper sauce? Why your pepper sauce is different from Grace pepper sauce? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then you have the section where, I think I call it positioning. And you talk about who you're trying to reach. Right. And who you're appealing to. Right. And then the last part, I just call it a style, a style guide. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to, like, grasp. You want to choose things or brands or visuals that really appeal to what you're trying to sell right um and that's where you pick and choose maybe a color here a color there but it's not your final thing it's what you're gravitating towards and it's what would speak to your your uh, product or your service (laughs) so um we're going with the pepper sauce here then um, so the pepper sauce is made with home love. What's so special about pepper sauce? It's made with home love. That's not special. It's made at home. That is special. But not with the love. That part that you can use for, that's a marketing like push. Hmm. Right. So a lot of people always mix marketing and branding. Okay. But it's like two completely different things. Okay. One builds from the other. Okay. So... Yeah. Made at home and homemade, not quite the same. It is, but it's how you want to use it for your brand. Like, what is the language of your brand? Because then every brand has a different communication. Mm -hmm. And how does your client speak as well? Okay. Right. I know my own name kind of bougie. Them love to get alive. But them bougie. Them one where Eels got a restaurant just because. You understand? So you have to speak how they speak. Right. That way they can relate. You have to think about your relatability and your like, know, and trust. Dropping gems. Gems and classic shit over I'll here. I'll too. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm just saying. I'm just ha. I'm just here for food. <laughs> and the conversation. <laughs> Remember, it's a three-prong. We're three-pronged. We're, we're putting you it You don't get practice. that reference? Yes, I do. Okay. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, friendship dissolves. You know I didn't. It's okay. Straight up, you know I didn't. You know me. You're not a theater movie lover like that. You got it. It's not out of a it's not out of a K drama, so she's not gonna get it. Not gonna get it. I Next question would be how long have you been in business for yourself? And um, where do people kinda like find you and how do you how do you market yourself to people? I've been in business probably about five years now. Okay. I've been in business longer than that, but okay. No, under Rochelle Ray. Okay. I've been in business five years. But before mm-hmm. it's probably an extra three years on top of that. So eight years total. Mm, probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but five years where it was like your current, Rochelle Ring, Rochelle your current Ring. brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and where people find me, mm-hmm. as long as I spell my first name right, R O U S H E L L E, you can't miss me. She comes, she's the first um, one to go up in Google. First one, first three pages. Um, but you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, my website, www.rochellering.com, cool. um, or on Facebook as well. Okay. Right? I'm, Under all the, all the same name. All, everything's the same name. And that's okay. one thing that people should understand about branding the consistency of things. Right. Um, you should maintain a look, a feel, and a saying, right? Right. Um, but yeah, that's how you can find me. And what um, was the other part of the question? Um, how I market myself? Yes. So that's been a bit tricky. That's been a bit tricky because uh, I've marketed myself in the beginning. Right. And I do it at intervals now. Mm. 
but everything else was built on referrals and you know me Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, like Fiona, all... tell you about me, and you know, you hear, yeah. you saw something I've done and stuff like that. And right. I, I've had turning points in my business where I did a project, mm-hmm. and that granted me clients for like a good six months. That's good. That's great. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like last year was one of the best years because I released the pictures for my birthday and like the whole RR experience, and I was booked out for the whole year. So I was booked out six months in advance, within a week from releasing that. Mm-hmm. So there are up and downs in entrepreneurship, though. Not every year is going to be like that. Right. Um, yeah. But I think marketing, now I'm going to focus on marketing. Okay. Because I am switching things up a little bit different this mm-hmm. time to move forward. So my marketing strategy and approach will be, we're going to do a dominating approach. Okay. We're gonna do. Okay, cool. Um, Jenny, you touched on it a little bit. So, like, how do you, as an entrepreneur, keep, like, a level head like as you said not every year is going to be the same Mm. and things are going to always consistently going up and down and up and down it's like how do you keep a level head um knowing the challenges that you're going to face throughout the like your entrepreneurial experience um i'm gonna have to be honest here to fees my level head (laughs) (laughs) i'll freak out for sometimes um but when it gets to a point Mm -hmm. then i'll freak out um, and I think my level headness comes when everything is okay, mm-hmm. but then it flips sometimes. So some mornings I'll be good. I'm booked out for a couple of months. I'm good. But then tomorrow I feel like discombobulated and I'm figuring out like, what's my next steps? Cause I always look at December where fee looks at next week. Right. So it's good to have someone or like a community of people there that you can talk to about your journey mm-hmm. and that can help you along the way because you need to have different people at different chapters of their lives. Right. Because that also teaches you and it helps you to like limit the mistakes that you make too. Mm-hmm. Right. My mentor is probably one of the best persons that taught me always plan for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the level headedness also comes with trends always running after what's next like if something is hot right now it it, it doesn't always mean that's for you right like something you just appreciate it make up themselves and your own like run with your thing right um and i think that's one thing i'm good at which is not running on everybody's trend mm-hmm. well, not time for you. yeah right so you need to know what's for you and what's not for you mm-hmm. um but always you know have a rainy day plan have something bottom line so we talk about this a lot so we have three tiers of things have your low, you know, low cash flow, something with costs under hundred dollars, whatever it is, depending on what your business is. Right. Then you have something that's medium price, then you have your high ticket item. For me, I've just transitioned completely into high ticket item. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just have to know where you stand at that time. Okay. And uh what would be <clears throat> sorry, what's like your I guess number one tip for so say someone has been sitting on their idea for however long and they're they're just kind of getting their feet wet into the idea of just working for themselves Mm. what's what's the things that they should look out for and like the uh like their number one thing they should do or like start find your own strength like if you know that if you started the pepper sauce business Mm -hmm. and you know say you're good at just making the pepper sauce and marketing is not your thing 
take your time to learn that, but also try to partner with somebody who does. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you and them are going in the same business. Right. But what if you're trying to start a pepper sauce, right? Mm-hmm. Fee's good at marketing. She needs to build her portfolio. You guys can collaborate right. and help each other grow. Right. So know your strengths and know your weaknesses mm-hmm. because sometimes you need to learn what your weaknesses are in order to stay afloat. I have a question. <clears throat> um, totally off topic. Yeah. This is not your only business, is it? Because you do have a business that caters to every tier of, of financial stability, right? Mm. Even within your branding of Rochelle Rain, you have your studio art. Um, oh, Studio Array. Studio Array, which gives is a service that you give for upcoming... Oh, no. So the market... Let's go. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> So Rochelle Rain is like an umbrella. I've wa- always wanted to be a conglomerate since I was ten. So, so uh, Rochelle Rain is an umbrella. Like she's she's like Tony Stark. Then let's go. Right. So then the market is for persons with a lower budget, mm-hmm. just starting out, and they need something to just hit the market with. Right. Right. Um, it's like a it's like a little a small version of a big branding package okay. so you get your two different types of logos your color palette and you know your front choices that's enough for you to go and get some templates and design what you need to design on an everyday basis right, right. um and then i have studio Arai, which is like my artwork stuff okay. but that's developing into more of a you're gonna say claw yeah it's on the cusp of art and travel so i will pick things around the world um that i've seen in countries that i've been to and just share them with people right right so you can purchase it if you love it and stuff like that oh shit like photography it could be it could be wall art it could be furniture it could be all that kind of stuff yeah so you just have a inventory of things yeah that you trinkets trinkets and such yeah Right. Okay. So those are the, well, the market may be dissolved moving forward because Rochelle Rain has become like more demanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're moving more into like the bigger type of projects, like the entertainment project and stuff like that. And then on the flip side, I used to have a pageant. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I used to do? A pageant of what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah, is she of, like this? Of people? Of um, I used to do an international, <laughs> an international pageant mm-hmm. for women with like brains and talent. So ah. not just a beauty, but like brains and talent. Yeah, so if um, I was like a yeah, hot stuff. physicist, then I yes. could juggle. Yeah. I could go into the... <laughs> Why are you like this? I could go into the... <laughs> the pageant, but the it was pageant. mainly for women. Well, not me, but I'm saying yeah, if yeah. I was if yeah. I was a woman... Yes. So it was for that women was between the ages of uh, 21, and I think we we upped it until like 35. Okay. About. It's a very large um, range. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you just never know when somebody's stepping into the pageant world, right? right? Um, and it, it was pretty good for three, three years. Yeah. So it was a good run. I don't know if I'm going to bring it back. Maybe mm. when I'm 50 and I'm tired of running around, you just want and I can just, hello, move that over there. Maybe okay. I'll bring it back then. Um, cause I want it to still be like another Miss Universe, kind of. That was my goal. Say it with your chest. <laughs> that was my goal. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to get you Yeah, you can, you can say it with your outside voice. Um, I wanted it to be on, in the top four. Okay. So there's Miss World, Miss Universe, 
Miss Earth and Miss something else. Mm. Right. So I wanted it to be in the top four. So one of those gotta go. Yeah, one of those gotta go. One of those gotta get her out of there. <laughs> yeah. Miss um, Earth. I love Miss Earth. I love Miss Earth. I don't know any yeah. of them. I would I would definitely everybody win. has their every system has a specific reason why they choose their queen. And my reason was about their brain. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So Miss World is about charity. Um, Miss Universe is about hot, being a hot stuff. You need to be a brand ambassador for everything that they have underneath their belt. Okay. Um, and Miss Earth is green thumbs, right? Uh, so more right. Kelly, not me. Yeah, more Kelly. Yeah. Right. Kelly, if you're listening, <laughs> we're about to dress it up. Oh, there's Miss Jamaican. She would not. Be she would be like, we're not, we're not doing this. This is Russia or something. Um, but yeah, so I've I've went through a few businesses over mm-hmm. the past ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my first businesses was doing hair, like braids, braids sewing. Whenever know if it's a Madonna or a twist, up to this day I don't know if it's a twist, but I can sew in and I can yeah, and I can braid. Um, so yeah, and I think there is a, a I think my path is changing a bit. Okay. So I know the branding will always be there. Right. Um, but I definitely need to have like a junior designer because I can't sit at that table anymore. I need to, mm-hmm. my hands need to be different because our photo shoots are now in Canada while I'm not here. So now I have a team here to take care of all of that. Um, and even though I'm the person that would pose the client, I have Ray to do that now. So I'm okay with leaving the photo shoots here. Right. You know, so I'm detaching myself a bit more because mm-hmm. that's the only way you can scale. Like if your business is not scalable, you need to rethink that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So right. did you have a like a tough time doing that? Because like I can imagine mm. uh, you know, you build you're building something from its infancy and like it's nothing before you touch it and then it yeah. becomes something and then now mm-hmm. you're like it's kinda like like I, I liken it to like a parent around their young infant and like their kids going to school mm-hmm. and like, you know, we always look at it like, oh yeah, man, that's tough for the kid. But like also it's mad tough for that parent because they're like, really hard. you know, you're like, damn, like I've been around this thing for 24 seven. My hands have always been in it. And now mm-hmm. more people are coming in. I don't know what's going to happen. Stuff like that. So like, Tell us, talk to us about that experience, because like you're saying, if it's not scalable, you can't, you can only, your ceiling becomes low. Because you, you continuously work in the business, not on the business. Right. Right. Um, what brought me to that point was, as you as said, like last year was like a heavy set year. And even like the latter part of 2019 mm-hmm. is like it just started from there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, when you work in the business. It will push you to a certain point. And my point was exhaustion. Mm-hmm. To the point that I was falling asleep at photo shoots. Oh, no. And not not fall asleep. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm tired. Like, I'm sitting there waiting for the next outfit. And I fall asleep. Like, sitting there just... Just sitting just there. Just knock. Um, Big snoring or no snoring? No snoring, no snoring. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm cute when I sleep, you know? I'm okay. cute. Um, so, with that... Just I'm the, big snoring a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the resting eyes take. Just the resting eyes. And then I realized, like, okay, no, my body really feels kind of weird. So, with all of that coupled up, I decided to take a sabbatical mm-hmm. longer than my normal January sabbatical. But it didn't end there. I thought one month was cool, okay. Fine. But one month turned into three, and three months turned into eight. Okay. Um, But in about my fifth month, I have reoccurring clients, right? Mm-hmm. So, she wanted to do, like, 
she was her life her life was changing so i am very with my clients mm -hmm. when their life changed and her life was changing and she needed to do one of them them big them ones. big shots right them oprah kind of shots okay. she had she got a big big position it's a okay. big organization um and i said okay cool i'm gonna have to figure this out however i know my trainer ray he's perfect you guys think i'm miss pageant he's mr pageant he does everything he knows everything so I asked Ray if he could replace me at the photo shoot so everything can run smooth. pretty smooth. And lo and behold, the photo shoot team expanded. Mm -hmm. And what they've so done now, maybe like four now shoots. Now you're a business then. owner with employees. Correct. Um, last month, I expanded to having a designer all the way in Romania. And this mm -hmm. guy's older than me, but he's like so flexible. Like it right. flowed so well. But it wasn't easy because. I've had to try maybe like two, three different people and the way how they design and I design 16 completely different things. Yeah. It just, it doesn't connect. Right. right? Um, so it comes with a few hiccups, of course, because mm -hmm. everything does, but you just have to take your time and do it. But again, if it is not scalable, you're going to stay at one spot. Right. Like for the entirety life span of your business. And Right now, with a couple of us designer girls, we have been having this conversation since last year. Mm -hmm. And everybody's switching things up. Some people have quit completely from design, shut down that part of their business. And one person went into jewelry and art. The other person, she's just completely teaching now. Right. She's not taking on clients anymore. And right. lo and behold, they're making double what wow. they were making before. Okay. So you really have to think about your escape plan as well. I don't have a set escape plan for Rochelle Rain just yet, mm -hmm. but I know at the end of the day, you know, 10 years from now when I start popping out these children, I want to just be a consultant. I just want to be the strategist. So right. you call me in, I tell you what's what, know this, yes this, I make up all these strategy and everything that you need to do, and you have your team take care of that. Okay. So I want to leverage my name 10 years from now, well, more like five years from now. I want to leverage my name continuously but still be making triple what I'm making now. So that's my game plan. And that is why you need to sit with her and talk about your brand. Um, I also wanted to point out in the conversation that it takes a lot of tries to get to the point that you yeah. want to get to. Mm -hmm. People go through, because um, there are points when you're doing your business just to make your, like, you start, you start with the pepper sauce, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Because you like the pepper sauce, you love it. In the mason jar. And it's paying the bills, mm -hmm. right? And so you'll stick to this to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that because you make a good pepper sauce and because you're selling the pepper sauce, it means that it is a business that you need to own. Mm -hmm. I think in today's society, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. It could just be a side hustle that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it could just be something that you did for a time. Because I did here for a time. Mm -hmm. Right? It we all did here for a time. I did not. <laughs> but like, and to say I'm doing here again, I still, I still, I, I enjoy doing here. But you have to feel through a thing to see what works for you. Mm -hmm. So not because you're good at something and it's marketable means that it's a business that you need it's to It's a business, to. right. I just always want to put that disclaimer out. And that might also be a conversation that you may have with a strategist to say to you that, look, you're good at this thing. It's a good business plan, but it's Having not it as for a business. You. I have a client like that right now. She is flipping amazing with the knowledge and experience she has, 
but she would make more, do more, expand more if she was just a part of the business Instead and of... not the business owner. Right. Because when she needs to jump, she doesn't know how to jump. Right. Like me, no matter stick up all of them products, then no start selling them because she can make them like that. Right. Right. But she can't jump when she's supposed to jump, and that's the problem. So um, jump when you're supposed to jump. Yeah. That seems to be the, the number the one. Fee. Yeah, the number one lesson mm -hmm. uh, that we're taking away from here. Jump when you're supposed to jump. Your business needs to have longevity mm -hmm. and expandability for it to really, really serve the purpose that yeah. you're looking for. Because every serve. single thing changes. Rochelle today is not Rochelle a year ago. Rochelle two years ago. Rochelle yesterday. That too. And what brands need right now might not be what they need next year. And every brand needs something different. Like so. somebody messaged me this morning. She is a fabulous marketing manager. Amazing. But Fear Brand is a mess. And it's not a mess from her marketing standpoint because everybody knows about her. Right. But it's a mess from her presentation standpoint. So everything has to be tailored according to your own needs. Okay. Mic drop. Knowledge bombs. Well, we will have the handles. Yes. Every anywhere you can find her, we will have it. Just spell the first name right. <laughs> R O A Oh my god. P S H I was like I was like, wait. I was like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> she said hey, I was like, I don't think that's right. But I'm like, yeah, that's your friend. You probably are right, but <laughs> she has mm -hmm. the habit now. Huh? She has a habit when somebody's spelling my name, she goes, excuse me. It's not so. <laughs> it's so funny. So it's the, we have like a core four of us. So yes. it's me, Rochelle, Kelly, and Tiana. And it's so funny. It's so bad to the point where like we will, if I see like Kelly's butter somewhere, like I automatically go, excuse me, just don't look right. And if I like, cause I know exactly what each of them wants, which mm. is also really good. Get your tribe to, un if I see you spell Rochelle's names wrong, if I see like, if, you know, in the same way, if they see something that is associated with meat, don't look right. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's also a part of your brand as a personal brand too. Like building that personal brand. I, I think she probably the best person to explain my personal brand. I'm not for the nonsense. Not for the bullshit. And if you spell my name wrong, I'm not answer. Point blank, period. <laughs> She's terrible sometimes. Right? Like, everybody has their specific personal brand. Mm -hmm. Which is different from your business brand. Completely different. And it's also different from your product brand. So that's the next thing, too, that you have There's to There's tears. There's mm -hmm. tears to brand. If your business is personified from you, that's like me from my business, then it, it can be problematic, yes, but... You have to know what's for your business and what's, what's for, for you. you. Not because me like pink, that means that everything in my business is like pink. Right. But my brand itself is not some loud looking pink. It is very soft, dusty, rose gold, pink and white. And a splooks of magenta. Right? Just a splooks. Just a splooks. Like my Whoa. hair should be. <laughs> like Whoa. my hair should be magenta and I should be in full white. Mm. That's my brand, right? right? So it just really depends. Oh, well, I hope you guys learned something from this. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear my voice, and that's because I was out here taking notes and listening. <laughs> uh, as all the old heads used to say, 
you have two ears and one mouth. Five years mm. So you should listen twice as much as you talk. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys got a lot from this. That was beautiful. Thanks. I, it's not mine. It's not original. I took. I know, but the way you said it. Mm-hmm. Take a compliment. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Gamsanga. All of Rochelle's information is going to be in the bio, so you can find her. Hit her up. She will send you a workbook, and hopefully you guys can build beautiful partnerships. I'm looking forward to all the different businesses, uh, brands, collaborations, just all the beautiful, fruitful things that, that can come about these these different type of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um Rochelle, anything you want to leave the people with before we get up out of here? Find your thing. Find your thing. Mm-hmm. Like, find your one thing. Mm-hmm. And run with it. A beautiful sentiment. Uh, so that's been the episode. Thank you for joining us. I'm Samira for having me. And just remember, there's Enjoy always room time. to take time. Take time with us. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thanks for tuning in. Share and subscribe to become part of the community. We'll see you next time. And remember, no matter how crazy life gets, there's always room to tech time.